Mary had a little lamb. That's what we've been talking about ever since last week, just before Christmas. And today, on this 27th day of December, we are going to finish talking about Mary's little lamb. We've talked about the lamb promised. We have talked about the lamb provided in the story of Abraham and Isaac. We've talked about the lamb pictured in the Passover lamb. We've talked about the lamb prophesied in Isaiah 53 and a number of other prophecies in the Old Testament. We've talked a lot about the lamb personified, God becoming man, becoming one of us, taking on human flesh and entering into our darkness, entering into our lowly condition in order to save humanity. Yesterday, we talked about the lamb's passion and his death on the cross. Today, we finish up talking about the Lamb's power, the Lamb in glorified power. You know, in the book of the Revelation, we know that Jesus, according to the scripture in the book of Acts and according to Paul, he has ascended to the right hand of the Father. And there he is seated in glory and power. He's in the position of highest authority and glory in all of the universe, in all of creation. When we go to the book of the Revelation, John, in chapter 5 of Revelation, sees in the midst of the throne of God a lamb as though it had been slain. And of course, we know that that's a beautiful picture of the Messiah, the Lord Jesus, and all of creation, all of heaven, all of earth, everything in the earth, under the earth, everything in creation is bowing in worship to the Lamb of God celebrating his power, celebrating his authority, and again, acknowledging the fact that all power, all authority, and Jesus himself made this statement, all authority and power and power in heaven and in earth belongs to him. It has been given to him by the Father. The Father, according to the second Psalm and according to Psalm 110, God has installed his king on Zion, and God is in the process of subduing the enemies of Christ, placing them under his feet, but not with the power of the sword, but of the power of the word of God. It is the word of God, the gospel, that God is conquering the hearts and the lives of individuals all over the earth. Jesus is receiving what he was promised by the Father, and that is an inheritance, and his inheritance is the nations. Satan has been bound. He can no longer deceive the nations anymore, according to John Revelation 20. There will be a time when he is loose for a little season. We don't know whether, when and where that will be, but and some people speculate maybe we've even entered that time, but it doesn't matter. whether we in, When we enter that time, doesn't matter. The Lamb of God still sits upon the throne of heaven, and he is orchestrating and working all things out toward one glorious end. Jesus is going to rule. Jesus is going to reign until his enemies are all put under his feet. And the Apostle Paul makes it very clear that once that happens, the last enemy that will be placed under his feet is death. Death itself will be removed, annihilated, and taken away and out of the very creation that God has made. It will no longer exist. And when that happens, the Apostle Paul makes an astounding declaration about what is going to transpire and take place at 
that moment. In fact, let's see. I believe it is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It says in verse 25, For he, Jesus the Messiah, must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection underneath his feet. But when the psalmist says that all has been put in subjection, it's clear that this does not include God himself who put all things under Messiah. Now, when all things become subject to him, then the Son himself will also become subject to the one who put all things under him, so that God may be all in all. Christ is going to deliver up, as it were, the kingdom to the Father. He's going to hand it over to the Father. Prior to these verses, Paul said that after each in his own order, Messiah, the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Messiah, then the end when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all rule and all authority and power, after he's subdued it, after he has brought it, to not. This is the Lamb of God. This is the Lamb of God reigning in glorified power. In that passage in 1 Corinthians 15, I wanted to take a moment and just look up here this interesting statement in verse 23 that Christ has going is going to conquer all things. He is going to bring everything under the feet of himself, under the feet of the Father, under the feet of the Holy Spirit. And he talks about the goal, the destiny. He will bring down. He will make ineffective. He will nullify. He will abolish. He will literally render useless and unproductive all enemies, all authority, all power arrayed against him. And again, the way he is going to do it will be through his word, his gospel. It will also be through his judgments, and his judgments are good. Ultimately, his judgments bring about restoration, his goal in judgment. His ultimate end is always restorative rather than punishment. It is restorative rather than retributive. So Christ will reign forever and ever as the Lamb of God. We will celebrate this glorified Lamb for all the ages to come because he's conquered death. He has conquered Satan. He fulfilled the law. He did everything the Torah required and fulfilled it in our behalf. He was our substitute, took our place, lived the life we could not live, died the death we could not die, we, 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 we deserved to die, suffered it all, to remove it all, to free us, to liberate us, to make us his own by his amazing grace. This lamb is worthy of our worship. This lamb, as we and we see this in the Revelation, constant theme in Revelation is worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb. 
And this will be the theme of our worship and celebration for all the ages to come, that he alone, as the Christmas song says, he alone is worthy. Celebrate this lamb, Mary's little lamb today. Celebrate him as you move into this new year that is upon us, 2024. None of us knows what 2024 holds for us, but we do know who already holds 2024, and that is the Messiah, the Lamb of God. We already know that he is already in all of our tomorrows that we haven't even arrived at yet. He's there waiting for us, as it were. And that can give us great security and great peace to know that he's already present in all of our tomorrows. He's present in our yesterdays. He's present in this very moment with you and me. Mary had a perfect little lamb. There won't be any podcast for the rest of this year, (laughs) not tomorrow or Friday. And of course, on Monday is January the 1st. We will resume podcasting on January the 2nd and start out with some more series on the 2nd of January. I do pray that your year closes out in a very glorious way with your family, with friends, and that you're experiencing the love of God in its amazing fullness. May Adonai bless you and keep you. May Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may Adonai lift his countenance towards you and give you his amazing peace, his shalom.